see a text message here just came in. We were talking about that lady who, for some reason, she's 29 years old. She's mm-hmm. a resident in New Brunswick. Decided she's going back to high school. Yeah. And she enrolled. I'm endlessly fascinated by this story. She decides she's going to enroll back in New Brunswick High School. And we still don't know her motive. Uh, we know she got away with it for four days. Yeah. We know she used a fake birth certificate to mm-hmm. enroll in the high school. And a fake uh, proof of residence and all of that. But the text message said you just call her Rhonda Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for that. that is... <laughs> Thanks, Eric and Titten Falls. For Eric that. and Titten Falls, that who it was? Yes. I saw the text message. That's great. <laughs> Rhonda Dangerfield. That's They're doing all those idea. reboots. Yeah. Let's get a female yeah, yeah, yeah. back to school. There That'd you go. That'd be great. <laughs> I love that. I've got to mention this. Joe comes in this morning and he says, uh, you get the paper every day. I said, I got to be honest with you. I do not get the newspaper. Matter of fact, Rochelle and I were talking about this just yeah. the other day that I did for a while, but I found myself really, you know, just skimming the entertainment section and not reading it all the way through just because I'm so busy. I want to be a newspaper guy. I'm not. And I said, uh, no, I don't, I don't get it. Joe says, you know, I look every single day. Do you notice they don't have the coupon section anymore? That's my favorite section. They got no coupons well, in the newspaper. Well, and I had not well, noticed that. Mm, the, the newspaper, we, we get to the Star Ledger every, every, uh, right. every Thursday and Sunday. Because on Thursdays and on Sundays, that's where usually they have all the circulars for all the yeah, stores. Sure, that's and my favorite. I, we have just realized just recently that there are no circulars, and I'm certainly not buying the Newark Star Ledger for their journalistic prowess. <laughs> I mean, I am, Ouch. I am, uh, I am. Uh, that's a Razzie uh, right there. You just. Gave it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I used to love it when they did all the high school stuff, you yeah. know, all the high school sports, right. like the Asbury Park Press does. Of course. But, um, but the, uh, what you call it, the, they used to do a ton. They used to have uh, like a, like 12 people that worked for them that just did high school sports. I don't know anything, hmm. you know, and, um, and it's just, it's, yeah, and it's like, and, and with it, and you gotta, you gotta subscribe to NJ.com if you get it, who I can't stand either. So you've got, <laughs> you know, $45 a month. For the two papers, you know, for what's that? Eight newspapers, and and the privilege of going on NJ.com. <laughs> and I just, you know, Wait, I don't know. So I, you get I, the newspaper sent to your house, but you still have to go to NJ.com to get the rest of the newspaper. Is that yeah. what you're telling no, me? No, 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 no. Every day, every single, and also every single day, you can read the newspaper right. online. Like right, right, right. Newspaper online, right. Um, but uh, but I never do that. I never, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, if you subscribe to a newspaper, you like the feeling of a newspaper in your hand. Because there I is love, something different about yes, that. We yes. we were literally just talking about how yeah. the newspaper has that newspaper smell. And you like to hold it. And you like to crinkle your the paper and fold it over to read the bottom side. I mean, there's something about holding a newspaper that's different than reading an article online. But back to the coupons, you think that'd be their bread and butter. I don't know why they would stop doing that. Or, or I don't know. I don't well, know, because, because all of the stores have gone digital. It's, right. I don't know that that, honestly, is the newspaper's fault. Every store, Stop and Shop, Target, Wal- all of them, ShopRite, Kings, ShopRite all of them. they all yeah. have digital coupons now. So you have to download their app, oh, and I then see. you have to go onto their app and add the coupon. So I, to be fair to the newspaper, I don't know that it's their well, fault. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a damn shame because it was a way to spot it a is. serial killer in the making watching people with those scissors <laughs> cutting out every one of those little coupons. Those are some crazy people right there. 1071 The Boss. That's how you catch a predator right there. That's uh, my straight that's edge. It. That's it. <laughs> William Shatner not here. No. This is fine, though. Last evening I received a... A phone call from his publicist. He will be joining us Monday, and I am told, because he sends his apologies for not joining us today as originally scheduled, he'll be available to us for as long as we need. Wow. So we're planning on two segments with Mr. Shatner. Going to ask him about Star Trek, TJ Hooker, Boston Legal, the whole deal. That's fun. We will talk to him uh, on Monday. Last time I talked to him, I asked him about 
you know, how the end of uh, Generations ended where he was in that Nexus, remember? I don't know how much you know about Star Trek, but... Doesn't anyway, he get he, uh, killed on a rock or something killed. at the he end died. of the movie? Yeah, 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 at the end of the movie. And he dies, and then that's the end of it, and then they bury him. But then the thing is, is that the re- is that reality? Or is that kind of like the other, you know, another, can he get to the... Ne- can they bring him back into the Nexus and he could live again? I don't know. So, mm. Oh, Joe, you're but, not one of these Star Trek people, are you? A uh, little bit he is. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that was pretty nerdy what just happened there. <laughs> A little bit. I, just a little bit, though. I'm not like one of these crazies who has uniforms and goes to <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. You no, know, there is something wrong with that. If you're a if you're a 50-year-old man, there's no reason to own a Captain Kirk outfit. That's ridiculous. Um, but I, I do enjoy watching Star Trek on TV. I do. In fact, I believe on my DVR I have all of both series. I mean, the movies um, are fine. The show is fine. I'm just not a super fan. And there are some people who just take it so seriously. It gets a little much no, for me. No, I don't. I don't take it seriously. If I'm sitting around in the kitchen, like if I'm cooking and I've got nothing else, and there's nothing on TV, I'll put Star Trek on while I'm, you know, doing just have it on in the background. I don't sit there and watch every every scene, every word, you know, going back to make sure that this is the right, the, the, you know, that Spock said that something else, you know. I mean, <laughs> not I, a Trekkie is what you're trying to say. Well, there are different. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he he's is. nerding it up a little bit here. We didn't know this there about are different, Joe. There are different levels of Trekkies, uh-huh. I think, and and I think I would be in the like if they're one through ten, ten being the worst. I'm all the way down at the bottom. I'm a one or a two, maybe. But every day for the past week and a half, Rochelle has had Sex in the City reruns on, <laughs> and she just keeps them running on a loop. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's got to be you know the, when the government takes in prisoners in Afghanistan and the war, whatever happens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. should be playing that theme song to get these people to talk. <laughs> Oh, my God, that show is just... Well, you were complaining Uh, to me because I like to just have sound on, something on in the background when I'm cleaning or working or whatever I'm doing, uh, and I was binging Grey's Anatomy. Well, then you get the blood in the guts. I don't want to see that. So I figured figured Sex in the City at least had boobs for you, so (laughs) I thought I was helping you out. Hey, hon, how's that calamari? Oh, look at the the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't do the doctor shows at all, so that's not for me. No, no, not at all. Looks like there's a new book on its way out here, and a lot of press on this this morning. It's called The Way They Were, and it chronicles the troubled productions of some classic movies, Cleopatra with Liz Taylor, and as you might guess, The Way We Were with Robert Redford and Barbara Streisand it's by an author named Robert Hoffler, mm. and he says he's revealing new details of some of these uh, tortured productions. <laughs> the, uh, the big headline that people are buzzing about is that uh, he did an interview with Redford, who claims that Barbara was all over him, yeah. was trying to get in his pants. And that when they would do their love scenes, he was wearing several layers of underwear just to make sure that everything was <laughs> G-rated on the up and up because Barbara was so Redford crazy at the time. Wow. And it talks about how he wanted to be paid more than her, said she insisted on being photographed on one side of her face where her nose didn't look big. He wanted to be photographed on the other because he had a mole on his mole cheek on he didn't side. want there. And there's just all kinds of... She wanted to uh, begin production 11 in the morning. He wanted to work early. So they just did not get along at all. And at the same time, she's like... <laughs> There is a there is a sex scene in that in that movie, but yeah. it's pretty. I mean, it's a very PG sex scene if you've ever seen the movie. They're basically so just making out a little bit in the bed. Yeah. That's, you don't see anything, yeah. and there's not any implied anything. But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting that you sent me this article. I was just kind of skimming it, and it says that uh, the the directors were trying to get they had to do several takes of it. Yeah. And at one point, he just got irritated and said, "I think we've got it," because right. she was so. Hot Hang on, try. I think we should do it again. Yeah. And I guess she was getting into bed with just a bikini bottom on. Yeah. And it's- he's he, <laughs> he's he's wearing a suit of armor trying to 
stop her from touching him, which is kind of great. And listen, he was a, a sex symbol of the time. He's oh, a, he's, he's still, still a, even at 86 years old, he's still a very good-looking very man. Very good-looking guy, yeah. So I, I can understand where Barbara was going with that. Matter of fact, you see the posters for that movie and you think... Barbara Streisand in real life would not be with Robert Redford. You know what I mean? I mean, it's well, no disrespect. That's not, I mean, I mean, not that's... saying she's an ugly woman or anything, but I don't. They, they're a weird pairing. There, yeah. It, <laughs> in my opinion, yeah. It's uh, well, it's it says in this article, and obviously, I don't know how much of it is actually true, but that Barbara hooked up with a lot of her production her... assistants. And, yeah. Yep. Get it, Babs. You know, another thing I like is he says <laughs> uh, when they say, "Hey, you know, Mr. Redford, we'd like you to do this movie." He goes, "Who's who's in it?" He's Barbara Streisand. He goes, "She's not going to start singing in the middle of it, is she?" Oh no, she sang the theme, but the theme is right. used in the credits. It's not not a musical because remember she was in Funny Girl, and that's a musical where right. they, they break out and start singing in the middle of the movie. He didn't want any part of that. And he goes, "How much is she making?" And he goes, "A million bucks." They're like, "All right, we'll pay you one point two million." Is he known in Hollywood to be kind of difficult to work? No, with? she is. So, oh, she is. Yeah. So this is he's known as being kind of loosey goosey. Well, of course, he was. Thought, that's what I thought. He was like the biggest star at the time. He was right. the Brad Pitt of that time. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I wow. Okay. Yep. I. It's very very interesting. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting, and I think that if you're in a movie like that where there are sex scenes and, and kissing scenes, you have yeah. to be comfortable with. Your your co star or any I, that's just awkward. How would you feel if you were an actress? Would you feel comfortable doing that kind of thing? I don't know. Probably not. I would have a hard time. No, what doing if you were that. single? Just to imagine that I fell off a cliff. We yeah. never met. Okay. I would you feel would, comfortable I doing think, a romantic scene with an actor, especially a very handsome man like Mr. Redford? Listen, I think it's a hard. It's a very hard job because it's it, a very hard job. Listen, you have to. <laughs> very difficult. There are a ton of people around you when you're doing something like that. So yeah. there's nothing really sexy about it. But you do hear a lot of times about co-stars get hooking up and getting together after that because it is such an intimate thing. I read an so, article that there was a whole deal where they, they list the movies where the crew insists that they actually just started getting it on. Yeah. that Really? Yeah. Oh, like in front of everybody? Yeah. Wow. Well, if you think Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie got together and Mr. and Mrs. Smith, it's that's one how thing that they, yeah, they end up together, but I'm trying to remember what it is. I think there's one with... Uh, uh, Sienna Miller that they say is a real no. thing. And there's another one with Marlon Brando back in the day. Yeah. You're kidding. That's what they say. See, I, no. See, I would I, not. You know, this is going to sound weird. But again, assuming that we were single or whatever and it was, because I think it's a whole layer when you're in a marriage or something like that or committed sure. relationship. But if we were just, you know, single 20-year-old people acting, I would almost feel more comfortable being an adult film star than I would doing like a Hollywood movie where there's a sex scene. Well, sure, I, I because feel like, you know what you're going in. Too. I mean, you also, know you're just like in someone's garage making an adult movie. It just seems more like, well, you know, we're having a good time here. Whereas you I, make a, I, I with this, know. you've got money and there's uh, agents and guys smoking cigars. Roll them. Action. You know what I mean? I it just know. feels even more uncomfortable I, to it, do it on a big Hollywood uh, soundstage. <laughs> I don't know. I think either way it would be very uncomfortable. I remember reading a documentary or watching a documentary a few years ago about that show Bridgerton when it yeah. first came out on Netflix. And that's nothing but naked butts. That's all the movies, but they actually had a specific person that was in the room. That's the fluffer, isn't it? Yeah, that would... Oh, no, I'm sorry. The fluffer is a person gets you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is the person that would actually put the people together so that they looked like they were doing something yeah. but weren't actually touching each other. Well, I so guess Robert Redford needed one of those people. They didn't have those back there in the 70s. Because <laughs> he's like, keep Barbara away from me. I'm not a piece of meat. I'm a movie star. They want me to play Superman, damn it. <laughs> it's 
crazy. 50 years later, we're reading about this, and they're salacious. And Get it, Babs. I don't even want to know what went on with Liz Taylor and Richard Burton. Oh, they've made They've made movies about that. Oh, wow. Just about the two of them and how they beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. Start drinking, then go make a movie. No good. Time for hashtag mom. <laughs> Confessions. We do this every morning. Right about this time, 720, 920, we hear from moms. We check the socials, and we share them right here. At Ashley Winters, MD, said, My most transferable skill between being a surgeon and a parent is the ability to eat an entire lunch in about 45 seconds. Sure. Got to do it. Absolutely. How about a bathroom break? 45 seconds. 45 seconds. Got to do it. Rage Coffee Drinker said, My friend said she couldn't wait to have kids, so I went right over there, turned on Coco Melon, and then hid the remote. And then I left Legos randomly all over the floor and then tried to flush a Barbie doubt down the toilet. Can't be any more annoying than the Sex in the City theme song. (laughs) Clearly never seen Coco Melon. No, I have. Oh, it's terrible. It's a pain. It's annoying. Beth Ann Jones said, my kids sure do make a lot of plans for people who don't know how to drive themselves anywhere. Sure. (laughs) I'm kind of like that myself. (laughs) Yeah, Because Rochelle is driving. You can turn the map on the phone. (laughs) You can get those in anytime. But hashtag mom. It's any one of our socials. We share them right here. Might hear yours. It's a Friday tradition. No matter what kind of a week you're having. And maybe it has been a week. At least you're not in the same predicament as these people. Yeah. They're right stripped by the law after they <laughs> broke it. They took the law in their palms and they snapped it. Wow. Now they're behind bars. They're in the pokey. <laughs> they're wearing the orange jumpsuit. The black and white stripes. Yes. They're on a chain gang. <laughs> we search the police blotters north, south, east, west, looking for these stories of your award-winning fellow citizens. Because it could be a lot worse for you. This is dumb. Grook News, Dateline to Florida, because of course it's always Florida, Florida. where you find 40-year-old Casey Brazil. She went into a gas station convenience store and at some point started shoplifting. Oh boy. Female clerk catches her. I guess they get cameras and she sees it happening on the camera. They have an argument. According to the police report, Casey pushed her and then struck her with two Slim Jim beef sticks that she was stealing in her back pocket. (laughs) Fortunately, the Slim Jim was not enough to injure the clerk. Oh, no. Clerk also got Casey's license plate, and they were able to catch up with her. She's now charged with assault, theft, and evading the law. She assaulted her with a Slim Jim. Assaulted her with a salty Slim Jim. Way to go, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> you need a thicker piece of sausage if you're going to whack yeah. somebody. You know. It's Next a, time, go with the beef jerky. It's a Slim Jim. You know? <laughs> Dateline, Winnipeg, Canada, north of the border. See, this happens sometimes. It's northeast, southwest. Right. Did I catch them all? <laughs> and sometimes we go across like the pond north, south of the border. How about yes. that? Winnipeg, Canada. 31-year-old woman unidentified arrested this week after setting off fireworks inside a crowded restaurant. She was able to distract everybody and steal a pizza. Duh. Winning. This is her genius plan. That's fantastic. Yes, and I would have got away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. She probably spent more on the fireworks than she did the pizza. This is my plan. I'm going into one of those fireworks places. I'm buying <laughs> I'm buying fireworks so I can distract them all and steal the and pizza. Steal the pizza. Brilliant plan. Yeah. Here's uh, where it gets even more brilliant. She runs outside after stealing the pizza, hails a taxi, but it took so long that by, <laughs> that by the time she finally got a taxi, she's willing to pick her up. The police had arrived. She was identified and she was arrested. I hope she at least ate the pizza while she was standing there waiting for the taxi. Yeah, but she apparently was getting in the door as the police arrived and told the guy to gun it. And he drove about 30 feet before stopping as he's surrounded by 
police cars. It's not quite like the movies or TVs where you're like, follow that guy, gun yeah. it. He's Nothing like, like no. that. No, this no. is her genius criminal mastermind plan. Yeah. Step one, buy fireworks. Step two, steal a pizza. Mm-hmm. Step three, hail a taxi cab. <laughs> Step four, hope that the taxi cab isn't surrounded by police cars. Right. Well, I guess uh, she was eating a pizza, though. She probably could have scarfed it down, a little Hawaiian, before she got arrested. Well, that's what so. I said. I hope she at least ate the pizza that she stole and went through all that trouble for. Yeah. Let's head back to Florida, shall we? Because, of course, it's still... Florida. Florida. Police still looking for a man there. Broke into a Joe's Crab Shack in the middle of the night. Man was caught on the surveillance cameras. At one point, he apparently grabbed a Joe's Crab Shack hat and started dancing <laughs> in the kitchen. My guess is imagining he worked at yeah. Joe's Crab Shack. Uh-huh. <laughs> he stole several items, including alcohol, and then took a poo on the floor before <gasps> leaving. Ew. Ew. Why? The Ew. police have put out a photo and an APB to identify the man, and thankfully, none of them are the surveillance camera of him dancing or pooing. Yeah, that's disgusting. They say they're investigating all avenues because this pooping Joe's Crab Shack (laughs) trespasser is still at large. (laughs) Still at large. It's Dumb Crook News. Let's go to Japan. I don't know that we've ever been to Japan with Dumb Crook News. A Japanese man had his identity stolen by his pet fish. What? Japanese man had his identity stolen by his pet fish that he had set up to play the Nintendo Switch game Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. He's streaming live to viewers, and the fish ended up accessing the eShop and adding funds using the man's credit card. Someone must have stolen the fish's identity, thinking it was a... I don't know. Was this the Pokemon theme song? It's the magic of Pokemon is what it is. Had his identity (laughs) stolen by his pet fish. I mean, are we talking about the pet in the game? Again, my guess is someone in the game then stole the pet's identity, which then stole his identity. And then they were able to access his card? Yeah, yeah, that's... My guess? There's like a whole world out there that I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Especially in Japan. Like the, the yeah. whole Asia is like a totally different planet. Out. They do all it's kinds different. of stuff. I don't know what that's about. Right. I don't get it. I don't know. And his identity stolen by a fish. That's, that's sad, though. That's sad for that man that has to live his life knowing his identity was stolen by it's his It's sad puppet. that he's an adult playing Pokemon online. <laughs> that's what's sad. That too. <laughs> and finally, let's go to a Taco Bell in Denver. Get a clue, mama. Man pulls up. Get in with employees because the soda machine was not working, as oh. happens. They gave him a free burrito to oh, try and calm nice. him down. That's nice, that right? That's nice. Immediately after eating the burrito, he goes into shock and almost died. They called 911, brought him to a nearby hospital. Hospital then calls the police. They say this man went into shock because he was poisoned. Oh, my gosh. They detected rat poison in his system and in the remnants of the burrito when they pumped his stomach. The manager at Taco Bell says they did not have a rat problem that he was aware of, had no rat poison in the building. Their best guess is that the man poisoned himself as a way to get back at the workers. (laughs) Apparently, he'd been in there before and had altercations with the manager of the Taco Bell. I'll poison myself. Eat some rat poison. Let me wash it down with a burrito. Listen, the Taco Bell burrito is going to do enough for your stomach. You don't need to add in the rat poison, I promise. Listen, it's sad enough that the Yoki or Taco Bell dog has passed away. Yeah. We don't need another homicide <laughs> related to a burrito place. This is right? true. Well, there you go. Another exciting edition of Dumb Crip News. Now, I'm not a big fan of uh, morning show games, but there's something that caught my eye. Uh, there's an online deal where people are posting videos of themselves doing this. And Rochelle says that she's seen this done when she's going to the Renaissance Fair. The Re- Renaissance Festivals yeah. that come to the area. Yeah. Joe, you ever been to a Renaissance Fair? I've never been to one of those deals. No, I'm very proud to say I have. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. very fun. They are. There's a, like a crowd engagement game. And again, there's people posting videos of themselves doing this with their friends now. It's called the Oracle Game. Yeah. Where each person goes around in a circle and says a word. Whatever word comes to mind after the other person, you just got to keep going for as long as you can and see who says something that doesn't make sense, kind of breaks the whole thing up. So I thought this might be fun to give a try. <laughs> what do you think? Jeez. I'm kind of a wordsmith. 
I mean, we don't have to. It's not. <laughs> we used one of your ideas. I don't know. Do you want to give this a shot? The Oracle yeah, sure, Game. Sure. All right. So should I begin? Yeah, sure. yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah. All right. Cheese. Whiz. Cracker. Bark. Bark. <laughs> what? <laughs> you broke it up. All right, already. fine. Let's. We <laughs> got the idea. Let's start. Let's start from the top. We can do this better. Uh, monkey. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You. Uh, how does cheese whiz on a cracker turn into bark? It doesn't. That's why I ruined it. That's why we can do <laughs> this better. Think of anything. Couldn't think of anything. He said oh, bark. Okay. So that's. This is the idea. Is when you can't think of something that makes sense, you ruin a game. You win. That's how it ends. So let's let's give this a better you know college try. Right? Okay. All right. Sure. Go ahead. Well, I said monkey. So now you screwed that up. How about uh, bird? Tree. Seed. Leave. Falls. Fly. Into. <laughs> Ground. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> <laughs> now we're really bad at this game, yeah. huh? This is not technically how it oh, goes. You can, only, you can only do one word? No, to be fair, this is not... Technically, how Our, you're su- go ahead, you you're, start suppo- one here. you're supposed to make up a sentence until it doesn't make sense. I thought anymore. it was a word association game. No, it's supposed to be like a, we're supposed to continue a sentence. A, yeah, you're All right, to, fine. You start this time. Like starting a story, fine. and you're supposed to continue to go around in the story until it doesn't make sense. Three's a charm. Go ahead. Let's try one more. The biggest jerk in the world is Todd. <laughs> Bridges. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Todd Bridges. <laughs> All right. We surprised everybody with that one. Uh, surprised me with it. Man, that's really stupid. There are people that are posting videos of it's, themselves doing this yeah, online. It's like a TikTok thing. Oh. <laughs> this is the second time in the first hour of the show I'm already breaking a sweat trying to get through uh, that. This is why I'm glad I'm old. No. <laughs> you don't go have ahead. to worry about the tape. Joe, you can go I ahead and they, say it. You know where you're not going to hear this kind of tomfoolery? Oh, no. They wouldn't even think of this on the point. No. <laughs> they wouldn't even. No. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're busy telling you where to buy eggs cheap. Well, that's, that's important. That's important, to too. Yeah, no, let's not And the answer that. is nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nowhere. Joe's like, listen, if there was a show that told me where to get eggs cheap, I probably, I got to be honest, <laughs> right. I may be on this show, I'd go listen to that show. Go get a chicken. That's going to be the cheapest. And that's the kind of loyal you know, friend that Joseph Nolan is. You know what? There's what? there's uh, some guy put up the other day about Easter eggs. He's going to use potatoes yeah. instead. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. he had wrapped potatoes. <laughs> Would be cheaper. <laughs> it's a redneck Easter, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, redneck Easter. Here we go. All right, over to the celebrity hotline. Legendary guitarist, Grammy Award winner from White Snake to David Lee Roth. He's played with everybody. Here he is. Got a brand new record out this week. Steve Vai. Steve, good morning. Thank you for being with us. It is exciting to have some new music from you. Been a fan of your work for many years. How are you doing? Right on. Thank you. I'm doing great here in uh, sunny Southern California. Oh, we get you up early. <laughs> I always feel bad when I wake people up early on the West Coast, so thank you. What are you having for breakfast? What does Steve have for breakfast? What's the breakfast of champions for Steve I? Well, this morning I just had some chips and, um, uh, what, what was it, cream cheese, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> chips and cream He's living the rock and roll lifestyle. This is the, <laughs> the crazy Dipping rock and roll whiskey. life, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, let's get down to business here. You get a brand new uh, album out. Tell us a little bit about this album. It is due out uh, later on this week, both in the stores and, and online, and it's available on vinyl next month. So talk about this record. Well, it's called Vi Gash, and yep. it's unlike anything I've, I've really 
ever released as a solo artist because it's totally straight ahead, uh, 70s, 80s style, uplifting rock and music. And uh, it kind of came about through my love for the motorcycle culture, you know, which I've always kind of had under my skin since I was a kid. And, you know, the whole Harley thing. And a friend of mine, John Sombrato, who was this New York, Italian kind of hard biker, you know, yeah. uh, was a good friend of mine, moved out. Um, and he was an interesting guy because when he was um, 21, he was involved in this uh, this accident, sort of. He had climbed these high-tension wires, and the electric arced through him, and he fell 30 feet onto a barbed wire fence, and he, he caught fire. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. And, yeah, like 60% of his body was, all, you know, whacked. Jeez. And he miraculously survived, moved out to California. So I just jumped into the studio in like a stream of consciousness in about a week. I ripped out this real straight-ahead rock record, and I needed somebody to sing, and I didn't even know that Gash could sing. I don't even think he knew. <laughs> I, I, I could not believe what came out of his mouth, you know? It... it his voice was so authentic for this music and he just owned it. You know, it, it has so much of his personality in it. It sounded so good, you know, but tragically he was, he was killed in a motorcycle oh. accident. And I was just so disheartened. I, I just took the whole record and threw it on the shelf huh. for 31 years. And I just thought, okay, I got to get this out. You know, it's, it's, it feels like a good time. I know it's 30 years late, but here it is. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's late. It's, it's, it's great to hear, you know, new music from you, and it's got such an amazing story behind it. Now, they sent us the video. I'm assuming the first single is also In the Wind. Is that right? Well, that was the first one we released, yeah. And we're kind of uh, very straight-ahead kind of anthemic uh, tribute to radio DJs, to the... 70s-style DJs. That's cool. Very now, cool. speaking of uh, DJs and speaking of people you've worked with over the years, i got to ask you about, I mean, you work with Zappa, you've worked with Whitesnake, but i got to ask you, and I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, about David Lee Roth. Now, uh, a guy that does our sports, uh, Mark Chernoff, used to be uh, David's boss when he did the radio show. He took over for Stern, and he said David made him absolutely nuts, made him crazy. They did not get along at all. Did you have a similar relationship or you had a happy relationship with David? <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 creative relationships like that have their dynamics. You yeah. know, but going into it, I knew what I was dealing with. David Lee Roth, you know, yeah. very uh, extroverted personality. But, when I, you know, we got we got on. You got to know how to navigate when you're um, collaborating. And we, we complimented each other. I mean, I, I got him. You know, so we were able to do a lot of cool stuff, and I, I learned a lot from him. But it's it would probably maybe be different if I had to hire him for to be a DJ. Well, we'll, we'll have to tell Mark to take a page from you if you ever have to do it again, I guess. But uh, anyhow, <laughs> Vinet Gash is out this week. It's uh, it's great to have music from you, Steve. You're a legend. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you so much, brother. I have to mention, I'm a little concerned about the rest of our workday here at the building because Rochelle is wearing an old pair of jeans that have not come out of the closet for a little while, I guess. And the hole, now listen, you, they, was the hole made by the jean company or yeah. is this something that uh, you added to the jeans? No, they're, they're just... You didn't cut out a hole yourself to make them look... They're holy jeans. All right, they're supposed to have a hole. Yes, they're ripped, That's a whole, jeans. It's a whole other discussion why people buy jeans that are made to look weathered and ripped... But I guess I that's like a style. Them. They're right? cute. That's a style. So it's got a little hole, which is, uh, I guess you would say, on the thigh. It's on, on the, the thigh. On there's the left there's thigh. another one on the other side on the knee. 
Yeah. And it's got little spots on it. It's made to look like you've been painting a house or something. (laughs) But anyway, this has a little hole. And I've seen you wear these jeans before. I just haven't seen them for a little bit. I swear to you, the hole has grown. Yeah. It has gotten bigger. And it extends almost all the way to the middle of the jean. And I don't have to insinuate. I don't have to explain (laughs) why that is of concern to me as your person. Sure. So I'm worried that we're going to have, you know, you've heard of a nip slip on the red carpet at the Golden Globes. I'm worried we're going to have some sort of a... A slip, crotch slip. little slip. <laughs> yeah. What are the, these pants are inappropriate he, for the work environment. Here's what happens with the holy jeans. And anyone who's ever... <laughs> they are the holy jeans. Anyone who's ever worn them knows this. So when you go to put them on, especially if you're not paying attention, yeah. what inevitably happens is you stick your foot in the hole instead of going all the way and down. And that's how the hole And then expanded. the hole expands because you put your foot <laughs> through the hole. And so... I don't know how you women get in these jeans because you wear jeans that are... Ten sizes too small for you. I mean, these these jeans are really made for like a Barbie doll. They're so teeny tiny. I don't know how you get in them. Well, they're stretchy. They got a little stretch oh. to them. Because I hate putting on a pair of jeans yeah. and I got to readjust myself right. and get my fat thighs in the pants. Well, you haven't, Jeans are a lot. You haven't seen them in a while because I typically don't wear jeans to work. I'll just wear yoga pants or whatever. Sure, it's easy. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you haven't seen them. But you're right. The hole has gotten... I mean, it has expanded to the point that not only is showing a lot of thigh, it goes almost over to the center of the pant. Yeah. I don't want anything popping out. Yeah, it's... um... (laughs) Made you a little self-conscious now, didn't I? Well, I'm the one who brought it to your attention. I said, hey, look at this. (laughs) It's right there. (laughs) But I think I'm fine when I'm sitting because it's, you know... What did Oprah used to call that whole zone down there? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> the JJ. The JJ. I'm a little worried. You got a little you're, slip happening. You're here. fine. I'm All sitting right. down. Nothing's going to happen. There. We're going to get you a shawl to walk around. Cover <laughs> yourself up. They're very tight around my legs, so I think it's going to be. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm breaking into a sweat over here. <laughs> I got the Sex and the City theme playing in my head, and I got you walking around with a hole in your pants. <laughs> Stressful morning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fun Fact Friday! In my hand, the envelope hermetically sealed, kept right next to that fake birth certificate used by the lady in New Brunswick, went back to high school at 29 years old. (laughs) Here it contained fun facts, facts that are fun, things you don't really need to know, but we just thought you'd like to know. These are fun facts. Mm -hmm. Facts that are fun. Sometimes. Pretty Woman was originally going to be called 3,000 after the amount of money that the prostitute charged in a movie. That's the role played by Julia Roberts, of course. $3,000? Yeah, my guess is Julia's age got a hold of that and went, uh-uh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not happening. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. It would have been a very different movie. Yeah. It's already a little smutty, but I think It's 3,000 walking down the street. <laughs> it's 3,000. Have mercy. <laughs> kind of like to me. <laughs> I love when I get a chance to sing. Uh-huh. It's illegal in Indiana to catch fish using dynamite guns or your bare hands. <laughs> but gee, if you're Wiley Coyote, you're just screwed, aren't you? <laughs> Say, if you can do either of those, it's very impressive. That's every move that uh, Yosemite Sam has got going for him. (laughs) Sharks are older than trees. Sharks have been around. Sharks is a species, I should say, for about 400 million years. Trees, only 350 million. Hey, man, how did you get shade in your backyard? (laughs) Hey, shark, could you come up a little little hot back here? (laughs) String up a shark in my backyard to cool me down. That's amazing. Because I'm guessing there weren't umbrellas either. (laughs) In the 1800s, there was a superstition... That tuberculosis could be caused by vampires. 
Oh, interesting. If you get bit by a vampire, that's the least of your concerns, yeah, okay? Yeah, leave the TB out of it. It's no big deal. <laughs> it's no big deal. You're undead now. <laughs> right. You're just living with TB. You're going to hope that you become a vampire after that. You're like Pam it's Anderson. You're living with TB no. or hepatitis or whatever the hell she's got going. Oh, no. I like Baywatch. <laughs> it's bad etiquette to eat a hot dog in more than five bites, at least according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, of which I'm a member, by the oh, way. Oh, sure, sure. Unless it's a foot-long wiener, in that case, seven bites are acceptable. We on the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, those of us who serve in the Hot Dog and Sausage Council, uh, will often review the length of a wiener and determine how many (laughs) bites one should take for appropriate etiquette. Now, would you consider yourself a wiener expert? I would. You're welcome, America. (laughs) We've reviewed the wiener. We've determined seven bites is appropriate. Sure. God bless the USA. only five if it's a regular size wiener. Only five. Only five. Let's not get crazy here. shove it in there. No, that's why you don't have a seat. (laughs) On the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Your application was rejected, yeah. ma'am. Mm-hmm. Time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one this weekend. Thanks for staying in touch in the socials. Catching up on the podcast at 1071theboss.com or wherever you get your podcast audio. Number five. Hot on the heels of M&M's ditching their mascots. A&W restaurants, you know about this, right? Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, M&M is yeah. not going to have the faces on a candy anymore right? because people are offended by they the lady M&M. Maya Rudolph, no. A&W restaurants has tweeted that their mascot, Rudy the Great Root Bear, will start wearing pants. Oh. It's not to offend anybody. Now, apparently this was done as a joke. Okay. But a lot of media didn't get it. Like, this is uh, Mornings with Maria, the Fox business, you know, the stock yeah, market show. Yeah. They were talking about this. Rudy's lack of pants was they say. The spokes bear, quote, is a six-foot-tall bear wearing an orange sweater. When you people would notice even a mascot's lack of pants can be polarizing. First it was Eminem's. What is the problem? This is the woke police cancel culture has gone this is ridiculous. Of course, the whole it's thing a was joke. a joke. It's a joke. And here right? they are reporting on it like it's serious news, like it's going to affect the company's uh... stock for A&W. <laughs> and by the way, if your stock market portfolio includes A&W, right. you might need a new broker. Probably. You might want to call your guy at Charles Schwab <laughs> and double check what it is he's investing your money in. Bring him a root beer float. It'll be okay. I got to also mention, I didn't know that A&W had a mascot named Rudy the Great Root Bear. And I did I, knew that. I certainly I didn't, didn't know that. know that he wore no pants. Yeah, I did know that. He's got a root beer shirt on with his own, it's got his own face on it. Well, listen, this, as I've mentioned, is where woke comes to die, so I'm hearing (laughs) you did it with Rudy. I'm also not wearing pants. Great. I'm also on the sausage and hot dog council, Mm -hmm. and I'm not wearing pants. What do you need to know about me? Number four, Ozzy Osbourne and Joan Jett are going to be in a Super Bowl ad for Work Day. Who's the new guy? I don't know, but he's supposed to be some kind of rock star. Which one of you wants a piercing? (laughs) Clearly, Ozzy will just do anything for a paycheck these days. <laughs> Workday's kind of like ZipRecruiter where they find you new workers for your right, office. Right, right. And he said, you know what would be good for our brand? Ozzy. Yeah, why not? Also, I'd like to point out on the ad, he's not wearing pants. <laughs> wearing no pants. Come on. Yes, he is. He's not wearing pants. Yes, he is. It's all is. in unity of Rudy. Number three, <laughs> during the uh, Discane Leola game a couple of nights ago, basketball game, an Uber Eats delivery guy walks right out of the court with a food order during a play. Of course, the TV play-by-play see this happening here. What? We got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor. Uber Eats delivery or something there is carrying some McDonald's. Nick, was he going to deliver the McDonald's to somebody on the court? Oh, my God. We're in the middle of a game, and there's Rudy with no pants bringing an A&W to the players. This is what happens when you bench one of your best players. He's like, you know what? I'm benched. I'm ordering Uber Eats. Apparently, a player went on his phone and ordered he Uber did. Eats. Oh, my and, God. I'm yeah. kidding. 
And this guy took it literally. That's didn't de- Didn't deliver it to the locker room for after the game. Walked right <laughs> on the court. And I liked that security's like, oh, Uber Eats, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. You're Amazing. through. Amazing. Have you never been to the venue before? <laughs> Number two. Now, I want to do an I told you so here. I hate to do that, but I'm going to have to do an I told you so. Okay. I mentioned the other day I was concerned about Britney Spears. We have not heard from her lately. Yeah. Other than some boob pictures. Well, now she deleted her Instagram altogether. Yeah. Police were concerned after her last message on the deletion that something was wrong. So they did a welfare check on Britney about 11 o'clock Wednesday evening. They determined she was not in any danger and is fine. Okay. A little strange. That police felt the need to do a welfare check on Brittany. I knew something was up. Yeah. Her and I are in sync. Oh, are you? Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> Actually, I did not do that there, but thank you for pointing it out. She's going to tell you bye, bye, bye. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> there aren't, you go. Aren't I lucky? Yeah. Feeling stronger. I'll keep going if you want me to. No, this is just getting sad at this point that you know all of these songs. Listen, I may be a girl, but I'm still not a woman, okay? <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm just a slave for you. I can't. Okay. <laughs> Enough. If you seek Amy, yeah. call her up. Enough. This is toxic is what this is. This is what it is. Yeah. I know most people are not following any of this, but I'm really enjoying it. It's so just ridiculous. You want to do Motown next? Let's no. do that. Nope. I ain't too proud to be. Okay. <laughs> also, did I mention I'm not wearing pants? Not wearing pants. Bonus story. Con artist Anna Delvey. You know that show Inventing Anna that everybody was buzzing about last year? You're so basic. That's her. She's announced she's starring in a new reality show. It's called Delvey's Dinner Club. She's hosting dinner parties with actors, musicians, and other important people. She'll have to do it from home, though, because she is on house arrest. She's got the anklet on. What losers we are. Like, yeah. listen, if you're driving into work right now, just think about how much your life sucks. Right. This woman is a, is a convict. Right. She's under house arrest uh-huh. and she's making millions of dollars hanging out with celebrities on television. I also want to point out, I read this article. Yeah. She's also doing sketches and drawings from her home and makes about $300,000 selling them from her home. She's a con artist from Russia. On house arrest. Well, you can what? You can do a little sketch of this because I'd like to point out I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> Me and Ozzy, all in support of Rudy Tootie, the A&W Bear. All right. And number one, police in Louisiana say an unknown possible explosive device prompted the evacuation of an auditorium a few evenings ago. The authorities uh, were able to bring the SWAT team into the building and secure the supposed bomb. It was not a bomb. It was an egg wrapped in a bandana. (laughs) And when you think about the prices of eggs these days, you need a heist to get a get away with an egg. Someone was just trying to be careful with their egg. Just trying to bring that egg home because right. they can't afford to buy them at the Target. Wow. Friday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Patton Oswald, 54. Bridget Fonda, 59 today. Keith Olbermann, man, he's nuts. Mm. I enjoy his crazy. Yeah. He's 65 today. Chief Justice John Roberts of the Supreme Court, 68. I don't know what he's doing today, but I bet you he's having a bad day. Every yeah. day seems like a bad day for John Roberts. Probably. Not a great day. Donna Reed, you remember she had a TV show back in the day, and she's also in the movie It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. She was born on this date. And Wolfman Amadeus Mozart. Say it with me. Amadeus Amadeus. 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 1756, he was born. Can we just stop singing and naming Britney Spears song titles? It would be really good. Listen, uh, all of rules go out the window on the Friday show. I, right? I guess so. National Chocolate Cake Day. How about that? And what do you know? It's National Fun at Work Day. Oh, look at that. You know what I do for fun at work? Not wear pants. That's right. I'm wearing no pants. <laughs> Woke comes here to die because I'm in support of Rudy Tootie, the A&W bear. Okay. No pants. <laughs> Joe. Oh, right. geez. That's great. That's all right. No, hey, listen. No, I got- you wear short. You have shorts on, I would hope. No pants. Nothing. Huh? No. I mean, of course it's a joke. I'm just in support of the Rudy oh. Tootie Bear and how ridiculous that is. Yes, it is silly. Just silly. Also, I think I just said Wolfman 
Mozart. It's Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Wolf. Well, that's okay. You're a DJ. That's, uh, <laughs> that's right. Can I hear a little Wolfman, please? And the Wolfman. There he is. Wolfman. <laughs> did you know Rochelle did a Wolfman Jack impression? <laughs> no, I didn't. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> it's just Friday. Getting, just getting a little ridiculous. Oh, now. man. Sorry. <laughs> you ever work with the Wolfman, Joe? No. See, a lot of people on Facebook have pictures with the Wolfman. Um, but there was, I mean, we, I, one of the funniest bits on the old station, though. I think you were there then when we said Scott killed it, killed Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> Why would <laughs> I guess Scott, Scott was was talking to him on the phone, and then yeah. the next day he died. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you That's say that terrible. because Rochelle uh, has mentioned yeah. that she thinks I have a similar curse. You do. Because we had Bob Saget, we had Gilbert Godfrey, and all of them have. There's a number of others. Joan Rivers was another who was on with me, so we are a little Don't worried. Don't say now. that out loud. They won't come. Nobody will well, come on. Not only that, but we're worried about Monday because Shatner's coming on, and he's going <laughs> right. to be 92 Shatner's years fine. old this year. So, oh, my right. God. Shatner's fine. I can't kill Captain Kirk. That'd be horrible. No. And I don't want to. I just seem to have this uh, black thumb. I just get nervous anytime anyone is on now that I I just don't know. I I really do. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is going to be bad. Also, will Robbie be wearing pants? (laughs) That's right. Well, that's that's a bigger problem, I think, really. All right. (laughs) Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. If you're a local business, an organization, a community group, a charity, looking to do some good, you get something big going on this weekend, let us know about it anytime by texting the boss, 732-774-4444. You can also hop over to 1071theboss.com. Get all the contact info right there. You can check out a complete list of station and community events. You can also uh, get us on Facebook to shoot us a direct message. The 173rd Annual Brick Birthday Party is going on Saturday, February the 11th from 3 to 5, celebrating the founding of the town. Hear ye, hear ye. I am the town crier of brick. I don't know that they'll have a guy doing that. (laughs) I hope they do. It's not England. I don't know why I would say that. (laughs) Games, music, hand painting. Because when you're going to celebrate the founding of a town, you want to paint your hand. There you go. (laughs) Sew up that hole in your jeans. Strange, okay. And of course, they'll have birthday cake for the town. Oh, that's fine. Happy birthday to Brick. Well, what's a birthday party without cake? You have to have cake. Bricktownship.net for all the info. Late last night, Rochelle leans in and says, I wish we had cake in the fridge. (laughs) like, yeah. Can't ever turn down some birthday cake. Well, my jeans would be extra tight if I did have the cake, so I'm glad <laughs> we didn't have it. Fourth annual White Elephant happening tonight, 5.30, the Edison High School Cafeteria. Bidding starts at just a buck. Every item auctioned off to the highest bidder, and all the proceeds going to benefit St. Baldrick's Foundation, which is working to conquer childhood cancer. Oh, Funding research. That. That's a great cause. Not to battle pediatric cancer. It's fourth annual White Elephant, and you can just click events at Facebook.com and enter in... White Elephant and Edison High School. It should come right up for you. And Bubba Coo's Burritos and Taco Trot 5K yeah. is happening on Sunday, March 19th. Register now. It'll be March 19th, 9 a.m., the Wall Municipal Complex. Walkers, runners of all abilities, welcome. It's about the cause. It's not about how fast you are, right? And after you run, you have some burritos. They'll be catering tacos for the, the participants at the finish line as well. Taco-themed finishers medal. That's what you want is a gold medal yes. shaped like a taco. Yes. Sign up now. Runsignup.com, and you can build a team of, you know, run with people and all that business if you want. Lastly, got to mention, shout out to our friends at Bar A in Lake Como. We got the next Springsteen on Sunday broadcast set to go on the 26th of February, less than a month now with Tom Cunningham. And then I can now confirm, this is a big announcement here. Mm. Can I give a little... Sure. 
St. Patrick's Day morning. Ooh. March the 17th, you're Robbie and Rochelle live for the second year in a row for St. Patty's at Bar A. Oh, that's exciting. So come have a little drink with us early and celebrate the luck of the Irish. Something to look forward to, Bar A, on St. Patrick's Day morning. Thank you to our friends at Bar A. Can we bring back the Lucky Charms game? Yeah. We'll do the lick the, we'll do Lucky the Charms game and hopefully... Lick uh, the marshmallows out. What's the name of our friend Greg who brought us... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> breakfast cupcakes. Oh, that was pretty gosh, nice. Oh, my gosh. Those are so good. <laughs> breakfast cupcakes and beer. There you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Mentioned first thing this morning that this this sound has been playing through my head on a loop for the past couple of days because Rochelle likes to have on a little TV show, likes to have the some sound in the house, she says. Now, why she wouldn't turn on the radio, turn on a CD, <laughs> some music or something, I don't know. Why she wouldn't uh, talk on the phone or, or even have one of those apps that plays the sound of the ocean, I don't know. But what she likes to do is leave TV shows on. And for whatever reason, the uh, show du jour for the past, oh, eight, nine days, every day for about three hours in the afternoon out in the living room is this, <laughs> Sex in the City and on a loop. And, you know, yeah. when you get the, uh, you get the HBO app, it just keeps uh, playing the next Play. episode, the right. next episode. Right. It never stops until you shut it off. And listen, the show's fine. I mean, I'm not a guy that won't watch Sex in the City, but it just starting to get to me, especially that theme song with those little glockenspiel, whatever that is. <laughs> so Joe says, no, I get that. I put Star Trek on in the background. And this guy is thinking about, is there a really good background noise TV show? Do you have one? So it's Sex in the City for Rochelle. It's Star Trek for Joe. Well, it's, it switches for me, though, because, again, this started because I... I was doing, I was binging Grey's Anatomy, starting yeah. from season one again, and then going all the way through. And I do this a lot. I will, I will start at season one and go all the way through periodically yep. to several different shows: Grey's Anatomy, Gilmore Girls, The Office, Friends. Right. I'm on Sex in the City now. It's just background noise that I can sort of phase in and out of, and I already know it's happening. I've already watched it. That's the thing that's even more maddening is that you've already seen all of this stuff. Well, so you, you know don't what? even care what's Here's going the thing. on. They, I, I did. I read an article about this. People with anxiety, which I have tend to like to re-watch things that they've already watched because yeah. it makes them feel huh. comfortable. And huh. so that is one of those things. If you're kind of a, someone with high anxiety, you'd like the sound on, but you don't want to get fully engaged with something because it almost makes you nervous. You feel comfortable in something you've already watched. And so that's what I do. It's kind of like a coping thing for me. And I don't... Can't imagine on, where you get the high anxiety. <laughs> exactly. But I don't turn on the radio because I... Obviously, we work here. Anxiety. Right. And I'm working. But beyond that, I love to sing and I love to dance and be silly. So if the radio's on, if music's on, I'm not able to do what I need to do because I'm just singing and right. not paying attention. So that's that I, mean, is I can't why. I can't answer this question because I have to be paying attention to a show. It irritates yeah. me not to be focused on what's being said. I couldn't just have it on in the background. Couldn't. See when I the only time I do that is when I'm I'm cooking. Like I'll I'll, I'll probably make dinner here three four hold on one second stupid alarms going off. <laughs> Um, and what I'll do is, um, uh, when I'm cooking dinner, I probably do that three, three nights a week at least here. And when I'm cooking, I just want to have something on, yeah. you know, yep, and, I, and I don't even care really most of the time what it is, but like Robbie said, most of the time it'll be one of the Star Treks or, um, you know, one of these silly things on the history channel that I recorded. I exactly. just put it on yeah. battle bots, you know, oh, he <laughs> loves the battle bots. I know that <laughs> just put it on in the background and I'm not even watching it. It's just there. That's know? I do too. I put, sometimes I'll even put it on my phone and I just have it sitting on the kitchen Island while I'm cooking just so there's some sound there. But aren't you kind of paying attention? 
It's, I mean, I can hear it, but you I You know what I would put I on if I was cooking a cooking it. show? Why don't you put on... Uh, sure, that would be a great thing to have on, but then you get kind of sucked into the cooking show and what they're you're right. like, wow, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I always think, who's cutting up those nice little bowls of chives and stuff? I need a guy. I need a sous chef, you know? All right, what's Yeah, the- really? Oh, man, I'd love to have one of them here. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, man. Just have a guy come in once a day to cut up all that stuff mm-hmm. and just leave it. And that's all I need. Well, I would say for about 15 bucks an hour, Kermit the Wonder Frog's available. <laughs> he'll, he might cut off his finger, but he'll do it for you. What's the best background noise TV show? Hmm? That's the question. This is Joe's idea this morning. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text the same number. 774-4444. Or Facebook. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank God it's... Thank God it's Friday night, and I just, just, just got a little money in my pocket, hair in my locket, an eyeball in its socket. Clear to see, Pinky went wee 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 all the way home. Make sure you get that thing on time, but if you don't mind, do my thing. Cause all we get on. man, guy lives next door, guy in line in front of you, the Wawa, he pulls right in and the one gas pump that's open is going to exercise the demons on a work wing. Maybe you just got your W-2s, that'll make you cry. Let it all hang out, come on. That's right. Friday, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning freak out and lover boy. Thank you for listening. If you're in Neptune or in Newark at 107.1 FM, if you're in Atlantic City or Point Pleasant Beach, you're on 99.7 FM. You're anywhere on planet Earth. If you're in Djibouti this morning, you're on the free boss app. (laughs) (laughs) If you're in Tokyo, you're on your smart speaker, 1071theboss.com. Just underway with this morning. She said... She said... What is the best background noise TV show? You just put it on, leave it on in the background. Joe mentioned uh, I Love Lucy. That's mm, a good one. Yeah, You just kind of have that sound in the background. You feel like you know those people. Sure. Friends, I think, is the same yeah, way. absolutely. You know, it's so familiar. It's so iconic. It's like, oh, yeah, there's Ricky and Lucy. There's, there's Fred Neffel, you know? I think anything that has a lot of seasons and episodes, too, sure. is helpful because you can just keep them on a loop. Mary Ellen and Christine both said they watch Law & Order SUV because their dogs sing to it. I think it's SVU, not or SUV. SVU? Oh, yeah. <laughs> SVU, yeah. Yeah, we're fighting crime in the SUV. <laughs> I got, SVU. I got the Toyota High. Highlander, whatever it is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dyslexic this morning. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> well, I don't know what that. Have you ever seen that show? What does that mean? Their SVU dog? is a special victims unit. Why does their dog sing to it? What does that mean? Maybe the bump, bump, you know? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Andy said Project Runway is my comfort zone. <laughs> I'm so addicted and I love the music. That show used to be fun with that Tim Gunn guy. You know, the yeah. guy with those beautiful suits. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah. make it work, designers. <laughs> he was kind of a hoot, but. He was. They, they got all different people out. Probably yeah. Nick Cannon and Tyra Banks are on everything. <laughs> and Scott said, my wife loves to have murder crime shows on. I don't know if she really likes it or she's getting ideas. It's just <laughs> creepy. Well, that depends on you, pal. Yeah. That depends on you, bucko. 
<laughs> also, our friend uh, Ray, who streams us out in Pennsylvania, he said Cheers is his go-to. Oh, yes. And he loves the theme song. He yeah, just, of course. Just, you look forward every 20 minutes to hearing the theme song start again when the show reboots. That's true. You know? 732-774-4444. Lines open if you want to get in on this. Love to hear yours. And also, uh, text it to us. We love talking TV shows. It gives us ideas of things to watch. It Always does. looking for things. Answer on Facebook, too. A lot of answers there. Best background noise TV show. How do you answer that? Joe, I got a question for you. There's a guy this morning yes. I'm reading about. His name is John Moses. He is the new chairman of the New Jersey Broadcasters Association. Just oh. took, took office earlier this month. He's the mm-hmm. general manager for Ryder University's uh, student radio station. So he's teaching mm-hmm. teaching the young kids about radio. Mm-hmm. I've never been over to Ryder University, but I know uh, Michelle, our midday DJ, attended and said they got a good little radio operation going mm-hmm. on over there. So Cool. I didn't know if you knew John. No, I do not know John, no. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking. Have I mentioned this? They've got me going in. There's another group, uh, the Independent or... Something. It's a, a deal for college kids that want to be in communications, get a communications degree or broadcasting oh, okay. degree. And they got a big conference going on uh, in the city next month, and they have asked me to be on a panel. And I'm wow. uh, kind of excited to do this, but I'm also a little bit nervous because, like, what am I going to say? I don't know what to tell people, you know? Get a lawyer. Make sure you negotiate a good contract. I don't know. I don't know what to tell people. Run away. Yeah. Get a lawyer. <laughs> Just get, do a podcast in your basement, get a real job. I don't know. But. Yeah. I, hmm. I mean, that's great that they have you speaking. Yeah. And I've, I've kvetched all you know, how they have these conferences, L.A. and Las Vegas. I never get invited to do yeah. anything. And this, yeah. uh, these people, there's a guy named Sean Novot who's out at uh, Hofstra, I believe. And he was nice enough yes, to uh, put this thing together and invite me to be a part of it. But now I'm getting hmm. cold, cold feet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm nervous. I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I'll come out with something. You'll say, that was great. And in my head, I'll be like, I sounded like an idiot, you know? Well, no matter what you said, you would feel that way just because that's how you are. That's just you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just, just how you, you are. But now, yeah. Rochelle, uh, Rochelle not only has a communications degree, she then went to work, started her own business, and then decided for whatever reason she was going to be in radio. So then she <laughs> went back to broadcasting school, and you went back and spoke to those kids, right? A couple times, So, yeah. like, what do you tell, no matter what they want to do, like, what do you tell a group of kids that are in college what to do with their life? Like, what am I going to say? You know what I mean? Well, I think you just have to start from where you started. And then how you got to where you are. Does anybody care? Think, yes. I think that when you're going to school for anything, you want to know the ins and outs. Like, there are a lot of things that when I was in school wasn't told to me. You're going you're gonna to start overnights and you're going to sleep on the floor and you're yeah. going to work for free and you're not going to be paid as much as you think you're going to be paid. Like, they don't tell you. The, seriously, these are the yeah, things. Yeah, but if you become like a lawyer, does this happen? If you, I feel like this is just us uh, no, radio people. No, I think when you become a lawyer, you're going to start out as in a as a junior in some firm and be somebody's push boy. And that's, yep. but those are the things they don't tell you. I always wanted to be somebody's push boy. I'm I sure be you have. <laughs> that was my goal. Well, <laughs> Joe, you've talked to, uh, matter of fact, you have the scholarship every year, so you get to talk to young people. You know, what do you say to them? I just say just keep plugging away. Be be aware you're going to end up emptying the garbage in your first job and yep. doing stuff like that. And uh, you know, and you get an internship in one of the big city radio stations. Most of the time, you're going to be on your way between the station and McDonald's yep. getting breakfast. Yeah, yep. you know. Um, even though people say, "Oh, you can't do that," nonsense. That's exactly what they do. <laughs> what you got to do. That is nonsense. Well, <laughs> you know, all right, I mean, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be okay. Do you think so? And you're never going to make the money you think you're going to make. Ever. Well, I mean, listen, there is the giant Joe Nolan property. 
<laughs> yeah, so. but that has nothing to do. But you know that. The, but the, I mean, you really don't. You you don't. You're not going to make what you think you're ever going to make. No, and I, I think I that's it with any industry. Like I think yeah. you. Everybody there, thinks you're going to be a millionaire, right? There and there are a lot of jobs where you get lucky or you work your way up, but you never come in making the big bucks. That's never. Right. And I think when you get out of school, when you're done with college, you're very naive. You think, ah, yeah. oh, I'm I'm going to rule the world. I'm going to do this, and you get in somewhere, and they're like, make this copy for me. You're yeah. like, wait, what? I know what I'm going <laughs> to. You know what? You guys have helped me. I know what I'm going to say now is uh, you might start making the big bucks like I did. Then you shoot your mouth off and screw it all up, and then you start making less again. So that's why I'm Together, you think you're on your way, and then you mess it all up. They flip the format, and you're screwed. And you're out. That's my best advice. They yeah. sell it to iHeart, and you're doing it. <laughs> and then you're working with Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. <laughs> the Joe Nolan story. Oh, man. Actually, this whole thing started because Nolan said, he's a Trekkie. He's a mini Trekkie, he said. But if you're a Trekkie, you're a Trekkie. No, he said there's different levels of Trekkies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different tiers. That's a qualifying statement. He's I a Trekkie. Know. There's no doubt about it. Because I mentioned to him that you've always got sex in the city on I just do. in the background around yeah. the house. He said, oh, I like Star Trek, especially when I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk about about the best background noise TV show. How do you answer that? A lot of text this morning. Yeah. Boss Text Connect is, as always, 774-4444. We got it going on the Facebook, too. Lots of answers for impractical jokers. Yeah, I can see that. The kids love that show. That's basically candid camera, only more obnoxious. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Karen said, Seinfeld, Two and a Half Men, Everybody Loves Raymond, King of Queens, Friends, any sitcom rerun. That's fine. I'm, I don't like Seinfeld anymore. I don't know how that happened. I, I loved it when it was on, mm-hmm. and now it's just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It kind of lost its luster a, for A me. lot of the jokes and things that they, they just didn't really age well, I think. Well, there's a little bit of that, but I don't, it just seems kind of cringy to me. I loved yeah. it. I loved it when it was on, and I still like Jerry Seinfeld very much. I think he's, you know, his stand-up is very funny, but mm-hmm. something about the show doesn't resonate. And when, it's funny, when Friends was on, Everybody Loves Raymond was on, yeah. I was like, yeah, they're kind of goofy, and now I watch them, I love them. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how your tastes change. You know, in between. Everybody Loves Raymond is a great answer. That show is so funny. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) Marie, grab the meat. Yeah, that is a fantastic answer. All right, we'll keep that going uh, both on the Boss Text Connect and on Facebook.